It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I want to talk to you, Angie, about this porch.com survey that they recently ran, and they asked first-time home buyers what they regretted the most about their transaction, about the process. And I'm curious if you see people in our area suffering from similar remorse, and maybe how do you help your clients avoid these kinds of disappointments? By the way, the other cool thing about this article is they did break it down by generation, so they were able to kind of show the percentages of disappointment or of regret from baby boomers, Gen Xers, and millennials, which you know is kind of interesting to see. One thing that they listed was buying too small of a home was a common regret. In fact, it was one of the top regrets among all three generational groups going through their first purchase experience but interestingly, most significantly among baby boomers. You know, that's interesting to me, but I guess where you mentioned baby boomers, but their first purchase experience. Right, right. All of these are so, first hometown buyers, whether they're baby boomers or not. Makes exactly. sense. Okay, okay. So I could definitely see that being a concern or an issue or a regret that um, we've run into as well, as far as some feedback that we receive. I think typically whenever, you know, any generation moves into a home, it's perfect in that moment. But I think it's important to think about long term. Mm -hmm. You know, if your goals are to be in your home for three years and move, maybe it won't affect you as much. You know, but if you plan to stay in your home for several years, think about how your family will grow very quickly. You know, it might be you as a single person. Then you get married. Then you have a baby. You know, that could easily happen within a year, you know. And so just always think about maybe next steps in the future. So maybe whenever you purchase the home, there's just the perfect amount of bedrooms for your current situation, but what if you add one family member to your home? What if you decide to add a pet and now you have a big lab that's running around and you need more space? So, you know, be careful on limiting yourself on square footage. You know, I'm not saying I do. Sometimes we've helped some clients and it's like one single guy who goes and buys this 5,000 square foot home. I'm not joking. I've had this happen. (laughs) And you just wonder like, what are they going to do with all this space? Teach your own though. But be cautious about getting a home that's just enough space because your uh, family status might change. And I, you know, would, you know, strongly dislike if, you know, immediately you buy the home and then, oh, we're forced to move because we've grown out of our home. Right. Yeah. And that was, I mean, when we bought our first home, our starter home, the idea was it was just going to be for us and the dogs. And, you know, we started feeling pretty crammed in there after a while. And Uh so our next home, we went, you know, quite a bit larger for our next home. And uh, it's so funny because my wife's mom, was like this is a big home for two people you know like and we're like well it's two people and we're probably going to always be a two dog home sure and we're going to have kids it's going to fill up quickly it's amazing we even wanted without, to buy in advance you know yeah and even without adding more family members it's amazing how you quickly fill those spaces somehow right, right. right? those nooks and crannies yeah i mean i know even our guest bedroom our closet is completely full you know but right. No one's living in that room, but somehow you stuff it full with stuff. 
So yeah, be careful or cautious on getting a home that's too too small. Yeah, that's a common regret among a lot of folks. So you're not in the uh, you know you're you're in a similar boat there if you've had that before. Something else interesting, Angie, that was noted in the survey was that uh, there was a common regret expressed about not saving enough money before purchasing, and this was tied as the top concern for millennials. But it wasn't a big deal for baby boomers and Generation X, at least not as big enough of a deal. I guess that makes sense. They've had more time to save in their working lives. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. You know, I would never want one of our clients to buy a home and then be so-called house poor. Right. It's important to, you know, remember there are different types of loans that can help you when it comes to down payments. You know, there's many options for 100% financing. So, you know, as far as saving money, you might not even need to save money for the financing part of it. But I would still make sure that you have a buffer just for general maintenance. Remember that whenever you own a home, if something goes wrong, it's up to you. There's not a maintenance guy that you can call Mm -hmm. to change out your light bulb, to fix your water heater, whatever it might be. So, you know, it's just like a car. You buy a car. But if something goes wrong, you need to have the means to be able to fix it. So having just a buffer, you know, some savings available, should a problem ever arise, I think is very important, you know. And so I could see that this is true. Millennials probably get super excited about buying their first home. They are potentially pinching pennies just to get into that home but they don't have a savings net in case something were to go wrong where I could foresee you know, baby boomers and Generation X being a little bit more conservative yeah. um, and also probably not maxing out their budget right. as much as millennials might. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, and this isn't a, a knock on uh, the millennial generation being one of them, but, you know, I think we tend to be that generation that kind of wants everything and wants it now. Uh-huh. And yeah. in some ways, that's, uh, that actually can be a good thing. I mean, sure. we're, we know what we want and we kind of go after it a little I'm bit. I'm that person. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, at the same time, that can get us in, in trouble. Okay. So we tend to over, overreach on certain things. Make smart buying decisions. You know, buying right. a home is probably the largest, you know, know, financial decision you will ever make in your life. So make sure when you go to buy the home, you know, just because you can qualify for a $300,000 home, it doesn't mean you have to buy a $300,000 home, you know, so make smart buying decisions. Two tips from my point of view, take deep breaths and, and apply a little patience when you're making these decisions and always leave room for buffer. Yes. So important. Always. Especially when you're buying it for the first time. Mm-hmm. You have no idea all the little costs that start to add up and the urge to go and upgrade everything. Sure. You know, and you've got to kind of keep that in check a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And take your time with filling the home too. Yeah. You know, it doesn't when have you to be in. filled immediately. Right. Yeah. Don't don't put every single penny that you have towards furnishing the home either. Right. Work on one room at a time. Take it slow just so you're not stressing yourself out financially. We don't have to spend too much time on this one, Angie, but I thought it was interesting. By the way, if you're just joining this is the Savvy Realtor radio show. We're talking with Angie Cole, who's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. We try and help you learn the ins and outs when it comes to buying and selling in the area. This article from Porch.com uh, was a survey talking about top first-time homebuyer regrets across multiple generations and understanding how much paperwork and time the home buying process requires oddly was listed as the second highest regret of baby boomers. It was also high for other generations too, but it was one of the second highest uh, regrets, which I thought was, I don't know, it's kind of paperwork and time is an interesting thing to regret, but that that was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, I do see oftentimes that buyers get overwhelmed 
with yeah. the amount of paperwork and just the process because they think it's, okay, want to buy that home? All right, let's go to closing. The biggest time or period throughout home buying that I see that there's so much paperwork is going to be the financing side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we have so many clients that just complain like, oh, the lender's asking me for this and this. And they think that the lender's almost made a mistake. And so they're repeatedly asking for the same items like, hey, I need a bank statement. I need another bank statement. But you know what? That's their process that they have to go through. And although they've asked for the bank statement once, they have to sometimes get another bank statement that's, you know, updated. I kept waiting for them to ask for Uh, my Amazon transaction history. Oh, gosh. (laughs) That and Uber Eats would be very scary on my end. We need to analyze your spending habits (laughs) a little bit more. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it can can be overwhelming. So just know that you're not the only buyer going through that. Every buyer is dealing with the same amount of paperwork and that everyone's dealing with. And so, yeah, yeah, I I could see that. Regret's a funny word, you know, but I could see it just being stressful. But you know what? Once you close in the home, it's, it was all worth it. I know. Yeah, absolutely. So that's uh, an interesting one there for sure. Also, Angie, uh, top regret was not doing enough research. Um, The numbers were actually smaller here, indicating that maybe people actually are taking the time and due diligence to, you know, do a decent amount of research, but it was still identified as a top five regret. Yeah, and I could see this one being on the um, lower end as far as a percentage of people regretting this because you have to think about when someone is buying a home, uh, I would say the numbers now around 97% of home buyers start their search online. So I think most are really good about doing the preliminary searching, getting an idea of where they want to live, what's affordable within their means and the location they want to be in. And so, you know, and, and also I know when we're looking at internet leads, you know, they say on average, most people start their home search six to 12 months before they're actually ready to buy. So I do feel like home buyers are doing a great job when it comes to uh, doing that research. Mm-hmm. So when they actually actively get out there in you know the market and start looking at the homes they do know what they want but I, I think that is a great way to get started so use the internet as a resource to start that preliminary research before you start just opening up homes and getting into the homes and mm-hmm. making a quick decision make sure you know where you want to live and so if you're thinking about buying a home and you want to get an idea of the steps from start to finish, contract to close, we have a great resource that we would love to share with you, and it's our home buying guide. So to obtain a copy of our home buying guide, you can text the word CONTRACT to the phone number 555-888. So once again, to get a copy of the home buying guide, which is the process from start to finish, just to make sure you kind of have one step ahead um, and you know what's going on throughout the process, you can text the word CONTRACT to the phone number 555-888 pretty cool tool to be able to use. A lot of people request this on the show each week. All you have to do is text the word contract to the number 555-888. We'll text you back a link that has the buying guide that you can access. It's a great reminder of all those steps of the buying process. So if we're talking about doing research, this is a great way to start doing some research about your next home purchase and be reminded of those steps. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or not, a lot of folks just like a refresher of the process. You know, what was due diligence? What was earnest money again? What were all those steps? When, when do I contact this person and that person? How do these little details work? That buying guide kind of breaks it down to an easy step-by-step timeline and process for you. Just text the word contract to 555-888 to get Angie Cole's home buying guide. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole.
Let's shine a little light on some of the Triangle's best areas right here on the Neighborhood Spotlight. The Neighborhood Spotlight is one of my favorite parts of the show where we learn about nooks and crannies throughout the Triangle with Angie Cole of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And Angie, where are you taking us this week, introducing us to a new neighborhood? Yeah, so I'm taking you guys to Gardner where we have our brand new listing located. So the subdivision is called Cleveland Oaks. Cleveland Oaks sits um, just south of Raleigh. It's in between Highway 50 and Interstate 40. So, you know, quick hop onto the interstate just to get into downtown Raleigh if that's important to you. The homes are priced anywhere from like the low 200s to upper 200s. They're around 1,600 square feet up to 3,300 square feet. Most of the homes were built around 2003 to 2006. I noticed that there are like two brand new homes uh, that were built in 2015, but for the most part in the mid uh, 2000s were when they were built. And the great thing about this neighborhood is it's a very mature neighborhood. We have lots of trees, just beautiful views. The homes sit on lots are all over half of an acre too. So the homes aren't just on top of each other. That's pretty nice. Uh, I like a neighborhood that has that little bit of space to breathe. And like you said, easy access to still get into Raleigh and I-40 and all the other surrounding things. Sure thing. Pretty cool. If you want more information about Cleveland Oaks, or maybe you're there looking to sell your home and uh, move to another part of the triangle or out of the area, uh, Angie would love to talk with you. If you give the number a call, she can have a conversation about how to sell or maybe if you're looking to buy your home in the area. 919-538-6477 is the number to reach Angie if you need a realtor here in the Triangle. You can call or text Angie at that number, by the way, 919-538-6477. That's this week's Neighborhood Spotlight, and there's much more on the way on the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Stay tuned. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Misty says, Angie, it's been about 25 years since we last sold and bought a home. What tips do you have for, this is her quote, old folks like us getting ready to go through the process again? Oh my goodness, Missy. So, you know, my suggestion, and this would be for most people who have stayed in their home for, you know, 10 plus years, which I know you're at 25 But start sooner than later. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine that you have accumulated a lot of belongings. I know I've only been in my home for a couple of years, and it's amazing how quickly our attic can fill up. That stuff, um, Our closets, (laughs) you know, and I can only assume, you know, it's the same for you. So, yes, I would start sooner than later so it's not overwhelming and you're not stressed by the whole process of listing your home and moving, you know, because it's going to take some time to go through those belongings, box things up, decide what you're going to keep, what you're going to move. And of course, we always want to make sure that with listing homes, that we have them so-called show ready. So whenever we take the professional photos and we make your listing actually live and allow showings, you know, we want it to be, we always say minimalistic. We tell our sellers to depersonalize, declutter, and we want the buyers to be able to walk in and to feel like that home could be theirs Mm -hmm. and they could bring their furniture in. But if the home has all of your stuff is just bogged down with a lot of items. It can be distracting. So, you know what? It's never too soon to start the process as far as meeting with a real estate agent, which I would love the opportunity to meet with you for a listing presentation to understand the process. But I can go ahead and connect you with our professional stager. The professional stager is the one who will come into your home 
go rim to rim, take notes for you, email those to you, but give you suggestions on changes to make, maybe things to move, things to box up. And so put that piece of paper on your fridge and slowly go through that process because we want the process to be as you know seamless and stress-free as possible. And if you wait to the very last minute to do that, it can definitely just take the fun and the joy out of selling and moving. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. 